Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Whether through a game expo or reveal trailer, it's always exciting to see new game announcements, especially when we get to see that something really special is on the horizon. Unfortunately, just because something looks incredible doesn't necessarily mean it ends up delivering. Whether due to a game being rushed out the door, a concept not fully materializing, or lack of support from the developers, these games just couldn't quite capitalize on all the potential they had pre-release. We've left out examples like No Man's Sky that stumbled on release but got much better over time, and predictable inclusions like Anthem, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Aliens Colonial Marines. But here are a bunch more great-looking games that couldn't quite make it work. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are 10 video games with massive potential that still failed. Number 10. I Am Alive a post-apocalyptic action-adventure from Ubisoft that calls for you to navigate a brutal game world by managing your stamina in climbing sections and interpreting the intentions of survivors whose temperament changes based on your own actions and which one of you is armed? Sign us up! Unfortunately, even with all of those brilliant ideas, which in retrospect sort of sounds like Uncharted blended with The Last of Us, I Am Alive couldn't quite pull it all together. The 2012 game had so much promise and clearly has its fans, but many were left wanting. While making enemies back up by shouting at them with a gun drawn is cool, as is the concept of balancing your stamina, the risk is more in your head than anything, as the mechanics aren't finely tuned. Meaning you're really unlikely to ever run out of stamina and if you lower that gun for a second, said enemy will come running at you as if you never raised it in the first place. So it's a bit of a red light, green light situation. There were interesting things under the hood, like choosing whether to give up vital resources to struggling survivors, but it didn't reach the heights we'd hoped for and the runtime was shorter than we'd have liked. This one really could have been The Last of Us before The Last of Us was The Last of Us, but at least we got it either way. Number 9. Lawbreakers Lawbreakers certainly seemed like it was set up to be the next big thing in the multiplayer shooter space. From Boss Key Productions, the company founded by Gears of War designer Cliff Blazinski, the game launched in 2017 but quickly stumbled out of the gate. Despite having serious pedigree, a unique cast of characters, and a good dose of charm, thanks in part to Rick and Morty's Justin Roiland lending his voice to the game, one major issue is that it arrived in the space at the same time as Overwatch. You know, that Overwatch, the tiny little indie game that nobody ever heard from again. On top of that, the game had a high skill ceiling that put off more casual players, and there wasn't good enough matchmaking to ensure players of the same skill level were finding matches together. 
While moving around the maps felt great, there were too many frustrating mechanics and systems keeping the experience from becoming all it could have been. Not to mention its overall lack of polish compared to other games it was competing with at the time. The cringy marketing which asked people if they were skilled AF probably didn't help either. Number 8. Duke Nukem Forever Chick Nukem Forever sat in development for over a decade before arriving in 2011, so you'd expect something cooking for that long to be pretty darn good. Unfortunately, it was not good. Turns out when a game needs to be transitioned through different engines, developers, and console generations multiple times, it has a rough time coming out as something you'd want to play. Between those issues and the ongoing conflicts regarding the game's license and budget, this one turned out to be a recipe for disaster. The game certainly served up the mindless shooting action some players were after, but its delays meant that the humor which might have worked in the late 90s felt awkward and forced, and many critics at the time slammed it with perhaps the worst label you can get as a game. Boring. Despite the famed nature of the series and its impressive predecessor, Duke Nukem 3D, it seems like the series should have been put to rest on that 1996 high. Number 7. APB All Points Bulletin While we're on the topic of building blocks that sound like a slam dunk, 2010's APB seemed like it would basically be Grand Theft Auto as an MMO. We now call that GTA Online and it's a wild money machine, but a decade ago, this felt like it was going to fill that niche gamers had been calling out for. Instead of getting that popular experience 10 years early though, this absolute jank fest sent its creators into administration and the servers didn't even last the year. The original developer Real Time Worlds promised an open world MMO where players would choose to side with either the enforcers or criminals faction in an ongoing conflict. You'd try to complete objectives while the opposing side would attempt to stop you. On top of that, the game was made by David Jones, the creator of GTA. What gamers got, unfortunately, was a technical mess that represented incredible promise but no ability to execute on that. While it did have an incredibly detailed character creator, the driving and combat mechanics functioned as if they'd never been tested on the actual servers. The game also had a really weird embargo where journos were told they weren't allowed to review the game and publish their opinions until a week after it launched, which we in the business call not a good sign. Number 6. Battlefield 2042 Despite its pedigree, Battlefield 2042 managed to let down critics and fans by launching with an unbelievable amount of bugs and no real in-game scoreboard. It's worth highlighting that at the point of writing, the game launched in November with no real scoreboard and has only just received one about four months later. 2042 was supposed to offer up a multiplayer-only experience with incredible futuristic large-scale conflicts in an all-out warfare arena providing seemingly limitless possibilities to engage. Add on to that Battlefield's popular destructive environments and the stage seemed very much set for another impressive Battlefield offering. Or at least one as good as the mildly disappointing Battlefield 5. Instead, the thing arrived so broken that even the most die-hard of Battlefield fans found themselves noping out. To call this one as broken as a way too ambitious solo indie venture would actually be an insult to the solo indie venture. While it was suggested working from home during the pandemic contributed to the less than stellar performance of what should have been another slam dunk from the season's studio, Battlefield 2042 hit another level of bad thanks to its removal of classes, rampant glitches, and unappealing specialist system. For a full price game, audiences were even less generous than critics, taking issue with the lack of features and fundamental changes to certain gameplay mechanics that dragged the experience down. 
DICE continues to promise they'll get the game into a better state, but with daily players having fallen to about 2,000 a day on Steam, it seems like its audience has quite fairly given up on the game. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Putting a mobile game on here with all these heavy hitters may seem a little strange, but we're talking about the collision of Harry Potter and the mobile gaming craze in what could easily have become the next Pokemon Go. If it wasn't, you know, um, total crap instead. Harry Potter Wizards Unite had the perfect recipe to capitalize on the gamer appetite for addictive phone games that offer a little more substance than your Candy Crush grade offerings. Unfortunately, the microtransactions were rampant and insidious. Instead of letting gamers enjoy the experience, and buy into microtransactions if they really wanted to, like Pokemon Go, Wizards Unite is absolutely littered with things to buy and you're constantly encouraged to engage with them unless you want to put your phone down and stop playing for a while while your energy tops up. 
which you'd think is normally something you'd not want players to do with your game. Aside from that, the game was riddled with glitches that undermined the otherwise predictable Hogwarts charm and allure of the gameplay. This one should have been an easy win for Niantic and Warner Brothers, but it seems the temptation to empty players' wallets was too high and the game was officially shut down in January. Number 4. Evolve Evolve is a bit like Beetlejuice, and I've basically said the phrase insidious microtransactions, so now we've summoned it, and we may as well talk about how good this game could and should have been. I played this one at launch, and cracking into the asymmetrical competitive multiplayer arenas where some of you are hunters and one of you is a towering threatening monster was incredibly fun to play with friends. It's just a shame that Turtle Rock Studios and 2K Games decided they too would bleed players dry by doing what looked a lot like withholding content so they could sell additional monsters and hunters as pricey DLC. If there are even games that do DLC right, then Evolve is the primary example of doing it wrong. While players were extraordinarily put off by the business practices of the studios creating the game, there was a really brilliant game hiding under all of the controversy. This is evidenced by its brief stint as an enjoyable free-to-play game called Evolve Stage 2, though its service was shut down in late 2018. The game did receive great review scores across the board, but having lost so much goodwill from players, few wanted to stay on with it and it died the natural death of any multiplayer game without the base to support it. Number 3. Project Spark If you missed the boat on Project Spark, it's essentially Microsoft's version of Dreams before Sony made Dreams. The game creation title was announced in 2013 and released in 2014, and it was pretty darn exciting at the time. It offered players a digital canvas to make games, download user-generated content, and utilize the Kinect to animate models and record audio. Essentially, it was a playground for game creatives and a community was formed around the creation possibilities. The game even has Conker in a new episodic campaign called Conker's Big Reunion. And though the first episode came out in 2015, the remaining ones were canned as the game dwindled to a close. Support for ongoing content releases ceased across the board and the service was shut down just one year later in 2016. This was a huge blow to fans of the game, but not an altogether unsurprising one as the game did have performance issues and Microsoft seemed to have made it clear they were not going to support it. Number 2. Battleborn If we've learned anything from this list, it's don't release a game right next to Overwatch unless you are indeed Overwatch itself. That wasn't the only problem with Gearbox's 2016 shooter Battleborn, but it certainly didn't help. Like many games on this list, Battleborn sounded like it had everything it needed to go the distance. Part MOBA, part hero shooter, and with a studio known for their exciting shooters at the helm, it seemed like all systems were very much go. As it happened, Battleborn was just a little too complex for its own good with a puzzling learning curve that many players found off-putting, leading to a steep decline in its player base only a month into its release. Despite offering up a story-based mission mode and three main multiplayer modes, the gameplay and characters just didn't resonate with players in the same way Overwatch was doing. Though it was praised for its fun heroes and satisfying gameplay loop by some, it was criticized for its lack of content, hackers that went undealt with, and balance issues. In response, Gearbox did make the game free to play, only to pull the servers down altogether in January of 2021. Number 1. Brink 
Check out Brink's official trailer on the Bethesda YouTube page and almost the very top comment says this game had such potential. It's not hard to see why either. With 2011 Bethesda at the helm, a compelling backstory and what looked like breakneck exciting gameplay, the blended shooting mechanics with brisk movement through the game world, this seemed like it had to be something special. It was supposed to be revolutionary and it's safe to say it totally had hype trains rolling. Unfortunately, the game couldn't quite stick the landing as there were very little variations in potential playstyles, everything felt unfinished, and if you tried to get away from your team or play with randoms, you were pretty much doomed. The lag was monumentally bad, weapons were unbalanced, and many players had so much trouble getting the thing to run or getting into a match in its initial launch weeks that they questioned whether the game had even been tested. Troubled launches for multiplayer games are nothing new, but for players who were so excited for the potential of this one, there was an extra sting. That's the end of our list, but do let me know down in that comment box if you can think of any other games that had so much potential and didn't quite manage to pull it out of the bag. As always, I've been Jess from What Culture. Thank you for hanging out with me. If you like, you can come say hi to me on my Twitter account where I am at Jess McDonnell. But make sure you stay tuned to us here for plenty more great content. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.